0: Christensen, uh, great to see you. It's been a long time since we've last spoken, and I think uh, there's been a global pandemic since. How would you spend your time?
1: Yeah, a lot at home, obviously. My daughter was on her world trip as a, oh. just after high school, and she had to abandon that after two weeks, and she flew home um, from Bali. was supposed to go to Vietnam and, and, and Japan, so a sad young lady coming home at that time. So that's how uh, how it sort of started. Um, my son was working at that time in uh, with Adidas in, in Germany and stayed there working uh, from a small apartment in Nuremberg. So um, we were a little bit split on these things uh, geographically, but for many things of terrible uh, due to the pandemic, but a lot of good things has happened uh, as well. Having said that, I look forward to us to meet uh, in public again and share the, the things which we love, as, uh, especially in our branch around the, the motorsport, which, uh, which needs to be attended uh, live, certainly. Yeah, for sure.
0: I have uh, your biography. It was a great read, and I, I wanted to definitely share it with our, uh, with our members. So if I could ask, can, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what your intent is with this one in particular?
1: I I've been asked a, a a few times but then it took a few years after I retired um and then we dan to make this autobiography in Danish and uh, that came a few years ago and and that was really well received in Denmark it, it actually became the sports book of the year in 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 Denmark and um and the way it went was that Dan wants to know more about me, more my experience as a, as a human being than right. my racing driver necessarily. So he took this approach, which is a little bit, in many ways, you can say a little naive approach to maybe racing in some ways, but more looking as me and my surrounding as a person. And uh, that put uh, sort of the script and making it in, in English as well. Uh, although that To make it an international biography it was a must for me to to have more about racing in it and he suggested there that he needed a bit of contribution from from different uh, people and and these then became uh, Niels Finderup uh, a fellow Dane uh, who uh, who followed my uh, he's a journalist and followed my career particularly in the early days in Denmark my time in 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 Germany and Japan and then Charles Bradley who who, who followed as a correspondent for the, the challenging years, um, both in, uh, in, in Formula 3000, Formula 3, and also uh, in British Twenka. Uh, so in this sense, he was, he was part of that and, and, and was also attending the DTM races. And then uh, Gary Watkins, who um, we all know, follows uh, way before my uh, debut at Le Mans. He has followed sports car racing, uh, all sports car racing uh, through that all uh, three decades. And, and, and he's contributing on the last part. And the only deal was that those three and, uh, and Dr. Ulrich, who uh, would write the forward, were, were allowed in, um, but with no uh, changes, no comments uh, from me at all. That was uh, that was the that was the deal, and um, it was difficult to swallow. And also, when I read some of it, it's still tough. But of course, it uh, it also has to be challenging for me. So, right, I can be moved, or I can go forward, or I can learn, or whatever. So, in um, in in this process, it has been uh, very uh, very meaningful. Uh, the my family and people. Around me, the access was given to Dan Phillips and the, the to to speak to to them in this uh, in this process and that's how he challenged then me during his let's say contribution of, of what he's writing in the book
0: I will say uh, if I could start with I loved how very real it was right like it was striking to me and and knowing, uh have gotten to know you. It, it was great to see. I know, I know how careful you are in establishing what you've meant to this sport. And and so I think it's fantastic that you've allowed it to be that uh, that real for for all the contributors. I guess if I could start with one thing, the the title itself, a couple of years ago, uh, I was in an interview with you. I wasn't the journalist to ask this question, but I thought it was a great question and it was about the name Mr. LeMond, and, and thinking of you as this, you know, this motorsport giant, uh, I, I was surprised when he asked, are you comfortable with the name, do you like the name, I think was the the, the question that was asked, and uh, and you accepted it somewhat reluctantly. Could you maybe
1: expand upon that right now? It is obviously not, uh, not my idea. Uh, there was something about the title, and... Um, you know, my favorite word is versatility, and and and, and I need. I was challenged through my whole career of that. Um, if you don't read this book uh, alone, you can read the book, the 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 career book about that. And I definitely needed to go wherever there was an opportunity. So, the Mr. Versatile would would maybe be a, a word I would I would like more to. To, to go ahead. But on the other hand, I've been asked it many times or I've been used this word to, we, to me many times. So I guess at the end of the day, that, that 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 was what was then agreed. I'm not saying I feel comfortable with it because in many ways, it's a, a great name. I have great respect for this race. And it, it's a race which takes the the most out of us, out of me, out of the team, out of the preparation. It, it's an obviously, and I... Iconic and very difficult, uh, difficult race with a lot of history and heritage. But I bought in on it. But on the other hand, my career is uh, is about a lot more than, yeah. than Le Mans, and 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 it's all the other parts of my career which, at the end of the day, have made me possible to have the success I've had with great teammates and great teams at Le Mans, no doubt. So I don't know. That seems to be the feedback from many people: is that, that that this is a this is a book about a person who uh, grew up on this gas station, and uh, he saw what his dad was doing, he heard was what his mom was telling him not to do, and um, speaking with friends, getting the passion, and then slowly getting on with it. There was no no way that. I normally would go on to become a successful or full-time racing driver, or let alone winning a lot of races because my background was only my dad was, um, was a poor man with a gas station. And uh, so I guess in that sense, it's a book for everyone who dreams about something and maybe uh, deep down understands that it's not possible. Yeah. But then these stories are obviously then allowed to to go forward. And I think that helped uh, push uh, forward the, 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 the name of the, of the book.
0: Well, I think, um, you know, catchphrases, you mentioned hashtags we see today in social media. Uh, they're always this sort of quick summary of things, but they're not always so accurate. And they certainly don't reveal the complexity of things. And I, I think that's where I know you touched on quite a bit. Uh, the, the Mr. Le Mans early on in the book, that was that was part of it as well. And, and, and the complexity of even your, your view on it. I will say, Tom, that the complexity and also the humility of, like, on one hand, there's there's more to you than Lamont, On the other hand, there's more to Lamont than Tom Christensen, and 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 uh, your your ability to sort of manage that is what I find so compelling, in particular about this book. It's 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 just very real.
1: It's of course controlled by by the journalist in many many ways because I let I let go, and that's something you can do after you finish your career. Is um, would tell the things I like they are and, and, and a lot of things they 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 didn't find interesting. A lot of things they did, and sometimes it was not necessarily in the in 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 what was in, in my mind, but it was great doing it. And um, and and that book suddenly becomes better after you uh, after you retire. And uh, and as an intense sport like motorsport is, there is a lot of a uh, lot of things you uh, you do remember. A lot of fantastic, yeah, memories, anecdotes, uh, yeah. friends, the friends, the, the bonding, the team spirit, the, the travels, uh, there's so many things which has been in, incredible. And uh, looking back, I, I, I sometimes kind of get a, some goosebumps. Heck yeah, I miss it, uh, certainly at times, but I'm really relaxed and comfortable in, uh, in, in the position I am now, old man done a great <laughs> career with uh, with, uh, with these fantastic teams and teammates and and now still involved in motorsport in many ways, either commentating or with FIA, with Audi, with Rolex, with Michelin, with, with many roles. And uh, also, again, at Le Mans, I will be there with, um, with TV and for sure also in the lounge and in future, maybe also in a lounge of uh, passing by uh, a team, which... Um, I, uh, I knew, uh, I knew very well. Just a
0: couple comments on the book. I will say the, the, the personal level of this, right? Like it's, I went into it thinking it's going to be another racing book. And of course I love racing books, so it's going to be great, but it's, it's so personal about you. And it's, it's so personal about just the human, the human quality of it, uh, of, you know, racing is almost just the backdrop, right? Like it's, it's more the the complexity of what makes Tom Christensen tick and uh, for that reason, it makes it so compelling. I think to even non-racing enthusiasts, was that was that your idea all along, or is it maybe perhaps one of the ways that those journalists guided you uh, as
1: it came together? Yeah, that was yeah, that was Dan's uh, incentive to 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 do the book originally in Danish. He uh, he didn't want to describe um, another good race or, or or the opposite. He wanted right. to describe and and that. Um, that apparently, to you and your colleagues have decided he, had, he has done that very well
0: yeah well it, it was great to but not, not just his writing, I think the theme throughout the book it was great to see it it take that form. One of the things that stuck out to me and I won't go through all of them because I, you got to read the book it's fantastic uh, but but the big nine uh, I, I here I am in the uh, roughly in the middle of the book, I still have a bookmark, so maybe about a <laughs> quarter of the way in uh, you get to the sort of uh, nine would you say rules truisms I,
1: I, yeah i mean you, you, you can say common sense in many ways but of course it's it's just sometimes when you get to reflect which you actually do as a as a driver uh, quite a lot because you travel the whole world so in that sense it's it's quite quite easy just sometimes to re- reflect on the human aspect of of being in a team maybe we'll have the team of new mechanics maybe and your teammate is adding on, maybe another one, that was things like that. Yeah, but Of course, the big nine, it, it, it just has to start with the, always the real thing, and that is uh, what, are, what are your ambitions? What, are, what do you dream about? What? And, and, and basically, when you just put it back to what you're dreaming about, and then you're already in a good mood, and you can be sitting in uh, yeah, you can travel a nice Audi road car going up uh, along a long highway, or, or you can be an airplane, and you can think for yourself... Uh, what is the, um, let's say, ambitious goal? What is it you would like to achieve? And you sort of start from there. But at the end of the day, it is points about the passion you have, um, where you would like to, to, to see yourself, maybe at the next race, maybe the following, the following year. But it's all about the, the respect you need to, with mutual respect with the people you work with, at the, the end of the day, you need to create an atmosphere where everyone, you get the trust from each other, you are honest, honesty. And, um, and, and so it, it, it is a lot of saying about the people you work with. When you get that, you, you get into getting the responsibility. And when, 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 when trust, respect and responsibility goes hand in hand, people, people act on an instinct with the right, uh, yeah, emotion or with the right attitude, and, and 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 that's how you win or lose races. If you already see things are going bad, or there's a potential problem on a car, or and you st- people are starting to looking for excuses instead of solutions, and um, it and certainly this is what I learned with. Uh, when I joined the, the team like Audi, that was um, uh, so many good people put together by, of course, the people who put these people together. And under the leadership of, of Ulrich, a very flat organization, uh, the teams and mechanics. Um, and, and actually, one of the, the last one is the 5P. And we we've talked about that at the Smithsonian when we were at the, right. <laughs> in the, this very little museum near Washington yes um, that was a, a lovely evening with the, with the Audi club and, and you George uh, that was a very very good evening um, and then I also spoke about the 5P means the proper preparations prevents poor performance and that is invented by uh, Michel Picard <laughs> to our team he brought it on a small 5P at the rear wing of the R8 at, um, at one of the very first Audi races at Sebring. And, um, and that is sort of the, the ultimate. When everything works, proper pre- preparation prevents poor performance. And that is the, the hand being showing, high five, and everyone is alert and everyone is taking responsibility and acting and do the best they, uh, they can for each other. And um, that has been lovely to live that at Audi. But every now and then, it can be taken up in any life philosophy and I'm yeah. um, just putting in uh, sort of, or you know, adding in the boxes and, uh, and take it off or maybe have a look where it's a, it's a problem. And then the only solution that is to get on talking.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's what it, it was a pleasant, uh, a, a pleasant thing to encounter in the middle of the book it, It's certainly truisms that, you know, great rules for success, group dynamics, management in general, uh, not just racing, um, but certainly very effective in racing. Obviously,
1: it it is existing uh, certainly during the the time, but it was not something concrete, and it's something I kept more or less for myself. But of course, yeah. I used it sort of to to tick the the, the boxes, and uh, but it came about or it came from this let's say the environment at um, at Audi Sport. And uh, I'm sure it, uh, it also developed well under that due to the, um, the people who I was, uh, yeah, I was happily working with during all these years.
0: Well, well, for sure, I guess that kind of leads me to my next, uh, I, the next question I had here, which is obviously in the, in family is an important theme throughout the book for you. Uh, and, you know, we know uh, whether from your own discussions or from what we've seen over the years with Audi Sport, uh, that was also a very important theme with Dr. Warwick in the way he ran uh, in the way he ran the team. and so i'm I'm curious how much that you know a lot of racers will jump from team to team and of course, your career is much longer than your time without eSport, but you set, spent a considerable amount of time without eSport. Is that something that weighed in to your consideration in in, in staying with that team?
1: Yeah, I think it um, it it absolutely did. It was in many ways, you can say you, you found home. Uh, it's a great family, but at the at the end of the day, it is about these values I speak about, and that is it's it's competitive environment, also with Audi. Uh, the drivers are very competitive with each other, but it's it, it's made by mutual respect. So actually, what we do is we we challenge each other, but in a respectful way, and uh, and there are times, of course, where things are a little bit over the line, but this was. This was, let's say, maintained or it was uh, directed or it was, you, you know, in, in, a, in a grown-up way. It was not like you were called in to sit in front of the bosses and told mm-hmm. off. But you had this that you certainly knew if you have overstepped it, if you have passed uh, somebody um, or, or you have done something wrong. Uh, And you can also look in the history of the time I was there. There's drivers who didn't stay there long and there might have been reasons for that, obviously. So it was more the thing that we actually had a very good um, level of of competition and a great level of respect. And uh, certainly the drivers who stayed there um, a long time, I'm happy to... uh, count them as, as, as very good friends, even today.
0: Well, that's uh, I, I guess uh, that's probably a good segue to the next, which is uh, one of the things that perhaps our members, of specifically English-speaking, uh, your fans will, will remember, is the Truth in 24 uh, movie that, that Audi of America did for the 2008 race and uh obviously the the human element of it was one of the things that made that so compelling your relationship both with the team and of course your your direct teammates with with alan and dindo uh did did the way that that documentary communicated also in a more human way um did did perhaps that that affect your approach to um to, to this book or or communicating your career in a way that's more Again, more than racing, more appealing than just the, the the people who are going to obviously be a fan of yours regardless.
1: These uh, documentaries and uh, documentaries were um, incredibly well done um, for, for many reasons. I, I like the, the first one as nobody knew it was <laughs> right. recorded. We knew there was TV around, we knew there was camera around, but the idea was never presented to uh, to any of us in the in the garage or in the paddock at least so in that sense uh, it was um, all new to me uh, that uh, some months after the race there was some ask for some other interviews which would then um, be relating to a documentary i think the these two documentaries are incredibly well done and I know that some of the the journalists involved in the book have seen these uh, movies, but I also think that these documentaries really stand alone. And it was at a time where you didn't have that close look at how things were sort of ha- ha- dealing, uh, de- dealt with, how things were happening in the garage, how things were. It, it it was it was very well. Now nowadays you see more often that people are more interested to open and it, it creates a, a, certainly a more intimate um, look at how things and that's yeah, it might create or it, I believe it has created a, a better fan pay, um, base in this community in racing in, 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 in generally. Of course it's all about communication, it's all about understanding and right. I, I think these were incredibly well done. So. Now, it's many years ago since I last uh, saw uh, these documentaries, but I have watched them uh, certainly more than once.
0: Well, I, I would say, I, I'm curious, just watching now, uh, you look at more modern uh, programming that's available to us. Netflix, for example, is doing uh, the Formula One series. And I, I, I've I always been more of a sports car fan. It's it's more human and, and, and of course, all the classes and everything else. But I, I find even today watching uh, Netflix, a series, I believe it's drive to survive. Uh, I, I, find myself engaged more with formula one as a sport because it, of, it is telling that, that human story. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious if, if, uh, it, it, there's this trend, right? It's, it's the human, whether it's in this book, whether it's truth in 24, whether it's, whether it's drive to survive, it's the mm-hmm. human story that, that makes racing appealing to a, a broader audience.
1: I uh, absolutely and I I, I have watched uh, these series as well. I I, I like them too. But, but oh, the but is I like the very first series because yeah. the very first series people were not aware of they okay. being uh, so th- th- that you can't beat that. Of course, you're going in and you see that people, but you see people have a they are uh, they are yeah. prepared and they use it a little bit in a way. I I know they get. Parts of it where people forget there's a microphone or their camera. That's the right. parts of why I like it, because the Truth in Twenty Four, the original, apart from the interviews where you're sitting down and, right. and reflecting and reflecting on on the documentary, the rest, that's hundred percent documentary, honest, done, do right. film, it's without, very real. and that, that, that that's that's what I'm very. Uh, yeah, you can say happy will. I'm certainly imp- impressed me more in, in of, of those parts.
0: This is just me being curious, but I have no doubt when you have this serialization of what's happening in the Formula One series, that's, you know, there's seasons now and they have to build drama, even if perhaps there isn't any. Uh, so I, I can see where that would fall short just from an accuracy in a, in a documentary, um, more like Truth in 24-1 was, but- but um,
1: I, I have the point is now I re- reflect on it again. I have the point that maybe H or maybe Alan knew a little bit at one point, but they, 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 they simply say they did not. But that's <laughs> the part where I, they couldn't find me or whatever. There's yeah. this, it's, it's a lovely part, but of course, they knew where I was. Yeah. So that's just the part that they were playing that we don't know. You didn't tell. but, but that, <laughs> that kind of thing. But obviously there was a camera. So you just had to play for a camera. But that it actually made it into a documentary. That's um, that's pretty funny. I and mean, in, in, in in the real world, that could happen. Uh, that could sure. actually have happened as well. But I think that point was a little bit, mm, I started to sing for I, a few I, minutes ago.
0: I always wondered that one struck me as like, there's no way they didn't know what time was <laughs> that one seemed a little suspect. Um, But, but I guess I would ask though with, with Netflix and all these series would it, like, uh, what I find is we're at this place with particularly sports car racing, uh, where it, you have all these manufacturers heading in all this attention after COVID people want to get out to races and, mm-hmm. and, and whatever it, it seems like, uh, I don't know. As a as a fan of the series, I would love to see more of a, um, you know, like what we might see with F one drive survive. But frankly, WEC Absolutely. or IMSA.
1: I hope uh, it, it's got you know it, it's got a lot of. I mean, it has to go uh, to uh, not only the marketing but also to the boardroom. They have to take a decision, and uh, that was what uh, particularly Audi uh, Audi USA did uh, at that time. They they took. The, this interesting approach uh, of making Truth in 24. And uh, that was really fantastic. But nowadays it would be great to see some of the major manufacturers um, uh, leak or swallow or bite the same bullet and try yeah. to make a program going forward to uh, to 2023 uh, where you have a 100 years anniversary at Le Mans. And, right. and obviously if you can make that documentary in the build-up and uh, going to Le Mans with the ambition of winning and then actually winning the hundred years anniversary of uh, the very first Le Mans in, in yeah, 1923. The, 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 this is going to be uh, the potential, uh, the best movie ever. Uh, so yes, um, I'm sure that somebody will work on that um, in the boardrooms around the world yeah. and, um, if not, then they should listen now and, and get going.
0: They should definitely listen to us, or at least you, right? You've got the credibility. So, so uh, I guess well, let's talk about 2023 then. Um, banner year, obviously. Audi's heading back, which is great. A lot of other teams are too. Peugeot just revealed their car this morning, I believe. Um, so, yeah. so many teams. I, I, I uh, I'm curious about your outlook for this uh, new era of of so many manufacturers heading there. And historic manufacturers: Ferrari, Porsche, Audi.
1: Yeah, there's everything. Uh, Toyota, Glickenhaus, uh, Honda is uh, likely to come. Uh, uh, certainly, also, um, it's 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 a new era, and of course, the this mixture will that you have made the two organization uh, of IMSA, uh, Rolex Twenty Four, ACO. Le Mans 24 and um, FIA WEC to make this yeah, I mean it's a gentleman agreement of making LMDH from American side and the hypercars from let's say the European side making sure that they can compete for the ultimate success uh, in America, at Daytona in Europe, at the World Championship uh, as well and uh, and the 24 hours of Le Mans it's a it's going to be great. There's a new era waiting. And uh, at the moment, it has the potential to be, um, to be the best ever. It is, though, um, as we're going forward with any new technology, uh, people uh, of any manufacturer want to have a, a feeling of, that they can go to win. And that's why, that in many ways, it's very similar technology But on the other hand, let's say if you look at the the platform from a a big car manufacturer like um, the VV Group, Volkswagen Group, it could be that an Audi, a Bentley, a Lamborghini, in a way, could be run from the same platform. Uh, So so there's a lot of opportunities to have major car manufacturers uh, joining even to the ones who you already uh, already mentioned. So um, it's very interesting. And uh, I look forward to, to see it slowly all unfold. Of course, it's already happening a lot with, um, with the partners in different, uh, the manufacturers are, are sort of using um, within the industry. There's these specialized partners of, let's say, helping in terms of chassis, helping in terms of right. aerodynamic, uh, helping in terms of, let's say, uh, drivers, which is going to be incredibly important in making the difference on the, um, on the, um, on the racing circuits.
0: It's, it's certainly, uh, it'll be interesting to see, right? It's such a difference from the LMP1 era, which was, you know, when you had the three top, whether it was Audi, Porsche, or Toyota, none of them running the same engine strategy, the same the hybrid strategy all different technology across all three, including Porsche and Audi, completely different programs other than maybe Porsche having hired a few Audi people there.
1: Yeah, you um, touched so. on what I didn't I didn't mention before, but I was thinking just before when I said that now they go ahead with yeah LMDH and Hyper, but but even further, that that seems it narrows a little down. And that's of course where you where I think the focus needs to be. The differences in performance at right. the Will be more and more um, certainly down to details, uh, uh, which can be interesting. What I liked about the time I was driving and also what people did before was that if you were, you could save a little bit of fuel, you could do a little bit of strategy, you could even maybe save tires, or you could go out and you can go two stents flat out. And try to gain uh, more than you could with the other. So there was a lot of wider error uh, to to run the strategies, and that that's how um, how it will be interesting. That it will not be narrowed too much down. Also, the fuel capacity of the different engines back then was always creating. If you run a turbo, if you run a non-turbo, if you run a B12, or if you run a, a six-cylinder uh, twin turbo or whatever, there was many many things back then which was certainly more unpredictable right but, uh, but to have all these manufacturers coming this is uh, great news for um for yeah, sports car racing and us fans of sports car racing in general and particularly for all these um hungry and good drivers that are out there uh ready uh, to go to go hunting for the big titles
0: it should make for a spectacular race so many teams so many cars fighting for the overall win um really uh, I'm, I'm, i can't wait to see it so i will say i this next question could be loaded because i know you've always been busy with your very busy schedule at, at Le Mans and and um uh of course driving uh we have been pushing uh knowing that there's so much pent-up demand to get back and and at audi club i know we've already got several hundred people raising their hands saying i want to go i want to attend uh if i, I i'm going to at a later time, give my own recommendations, but I'm curious if you have uh, any recommendations for people who are going, even p- perhaps their first time, what should they plan on seeing while they're there? What should they not miss?
1: Well, I mean, George, you were putting me on the spot there. I, I mean, <laughs> if I'm not racing there, I've been working there, but, but right. what Le Mans is is, is uh, you would be a lot better to answer that, but to experience it, you need to make sure that you pass down into the city into the city center. If you're not there early enough for scrutineering, uh, you can be there on the, on the Friday uh, to stroll downtown for, uh, for a bit, but just make sure that the biggest mistake everyone does is that they, they, they they get, um, um, they get the emotions, they get the bug, they get in, in on the Friday. And that's not a good thing. It is try to make sure that you get your, uh, enough sleep on the Friday, preparing for a very long Saturday, which normally doesn 't end before after thirty hours after um, uh, three or four p m on the sunday at least so right. that that is uh, i think is is quite important is to get your beauty to sleep on friday night uh, get to see many parts of the circuit and um, yeah i can you can you can tell exactly the spaces but Sure. There is the thing that you, uh, it's, um, what is it, eight and a half miles, 13.6 to nine kilometers long, the circuit. So it, it takes some time to get around to different locations, but I would share that you need to be at uh, Mulsan Corner in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. um, into Anash in this area, you need to be at night, uh, anytime at night, but night when it's dark, you need to be there and, um, and, and um, the Porsche corners are also spectacularly at night, um, and the rest of the track you can you can maybe take more or less during the, the 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 daytime. But it's important to come all around the circuit on, let's say, on the key spots on your feet. So don't don't just rush in and take the helicopter ride, which is also fantastic. I have experienced that. That's also um, absolutely. Uh, nice. beautiful to, to see. But I think um, make sure you are in the paddock and make sure you are at the teams when the teams are about to have a, a, a full service, means the driver changes uh, and tire changes. And, uh, and then you will see them, everyone is coming out in the back of the garage uh, where they're discussing um, what they have experienced. They will discuss strategy and you can sort of be hands-on. If you can grab a, a team radio from some of your friends, uh, that will not be bad either, to actually, to, uh, to hear um, what's, uh, what's going on in the, in the current situation, which is, uh, I think, um, really nail, nail-biting uh, and, and, and good at, at sure. Le Mans, particularly.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I would imagine you'll probably be there. Is that, a, is that a safe assumption? Maybe we'll, at some point, we'll run into you when we're over there?
1: Oh, that's a must. I uh, yeah. definitely want um, to, yeah, no, I mean, uh, the, the the support we had during those years is, um, it stays within me. And I hopefully also that shines through the book. The the support we had is, is part of all the initial things we spoke about Audi, but um, you particularly in America, uh, lovely country. And also the racing, which we have done in America, starting very much with Audi from the, Right. The R8 uh, years uh, in the American Le Mans series was um, was fantastic years. And uh, so, in this sense, we uh, yeah, it, it is all a, a, a big and happy family. So, certainly, we will meet at Le Mans. Certainly. Well, that's
0: that's wonderful. Maybe beforehand, I don't know, uh, it, I'm sure 2023 is a long way off. But with, with the LMDHs being uh, compatible with IMSA, I guess we'll be at Daytona and Sebring before we're at Le Mans to see the, whatever Audi runs, uh, first yeah. take flight.
1: No, no doubt. We will we'll likely meet around these races too, but uh, yeah. no concrete plans uh, yet, but I hope it's gonna be, um, let's say another new golden era of, of sports car racing. Uh, we, I mean, as drivers were very happy, and fortunate, and particularly me, Dindo, Alan, um, that there became a world championship available uh, after all the races we've done in America at Sebring and at Le Mans, uh, let's say before we put our helmet on the wall. Um, yeah. So um, we are looking forward for things to grow even more in, in sports car racing in future.
0: Well, we'll look forward to watching you. Uh, you're, you'll be commentating Le Mans this year, and uh, as you mentioned earlier. And also... Again, uh, Mr. Lamont is a, a fantastic book. I I know you can get it on Amazon rather easily, but are are there other ways that you would? Uh, I I don't know if there are other ways recommended, or just go ahead and catch it on, you know, U.S. bookstore.
1: Uh, I, I to be honest, I don't know. I know I mean the, the book is from uh, available from Everett Publishing, but yeah. I know that in America it's probably via Amazon and these things. I know they do. I have signed a lot of books, so apparently there's a little bit of discount if you buy the book without a signed version. Okay. But I would be happy to sign more versions uh, in, in this sense. And they also have uh, the book, my career book on, on sale at every publishing as well. But okay. um, that that website, wherever you are in the world, I think you uh, you are able to go online. and. Uh, but I, I'm not a master in that, to be honest. Okay. so I, I don't but everopublishing.com is uh is handling the book let's okay. say worldwide and how they do it you tell me
0: tom thank you so much
1: for your time today i really appreciate it anytime george um hi to all my my friends from audi club and uh everyone in the states